0: It's up to you and me
1: to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams.
0: Hello, welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughn Bennison. Thanks once again for your company. A couple of weeks ago we spoke with Julianne Bell who was recently appointed to the Board of Blind Citizens Australia or should I say elected unopposed during the board election process held last September and October. This week we speak with the second of the new elected members to the board, Francois Jacobs. Francois, thanks for joining us on the program. Firstly, tell us about your background and how you came to get involved with
1: Blind Citizens Australia. Thanks Vaughan, thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, I don't don't really know where to start. I guess 10 years ago I was happily working as an IT business analyst in South Africa where I was as you probably can hear from my accent where I'm from and then I met someone who was unfortunately for me from Australia and after a few years of like be, uh, trying to do the long distance thing we realized it's not gonna work or t- it was hard for us and so I made a I guess more holistic life decision over the immediate career and backed up and emigrated to Australia and I've been living here in Melbourne since 2015. Um, I was initially trying to find similar work um, but soon I guess experienced whether it's um, maybe a lack of luck or um, attitudinal issues I just didn't find similar work in the IT industry and I ended up in academia. Totally unexpected. I now teach and do some marking at Deakin, Um, also do some accessibility testing. I enjoy running and I read a lot of books when I can but usually when I do chores at home just have an earphone um, kind of doing multitasking because there's way too many books and too little time. Uh, Yes, so I'm really just enjoying learning about my new country, getting to know more people uh, and really, yeah, making a new life and learning and giving back when I can. I've always found it really interesting that uh, when you
0: come from another country, as I did 35 years ago or thereabouts, it's always fascinating to think about and muse on the differences between two countries. You've been here for six or seven years now. What would you say would be the fundamental differences between Australia and South Africa from the point of view of a blind or vision impaired person?
1: There are similarities. We are all passionate about cricket, even though it's different teams. But (laughs) um, differences... (sighs) mainly funding is a huge one there's no such thing as government grants that you can apply for multiple rounds of that so organizations such as their equivalent of bca which is blind sa and that's not south australia um they are dependent on donations um and a little bit of government support but literally only for the braille printing press all the other stuff they have to find their own funding Um, People who are unemployed or underemployed, such as myself at the moment, would have almost no support. Um, as soon as you earn a minimum wage, you do not get anything like such as a blind a disability support pension. There isn't such a thing. If you are totally unemployed, you get like $180 a month, which nobody can live on. So you have to either have somebody supporting you or you have to find work. So, um, and I guess public transport is very different, only in the major cities you would have trains which you may or may not use depending on the area, There's safety concerns in some areas, not all of them, South Africa, it depends on where you are. Um, yeah, public transport is much more limited, but many, I mean, attitudes are the same. We have good experiences and some not-so-good ones similar to Australia. Um, Climate is very similar, of course, so people also go outdoors when they can. You recently joined the board of Blind Citizens
0: Australia. In fact, your appointment was last October during the election process. What do you think you bring to the board of BCA in terms of your experience?
1: that is you know i think when somebody decides should i stand for this position you think that or i thought but you know what have i got to offer um what makes me more special than others um and actually the answer is nothing does um the fact that i was elected unopposed it signifies to me that mm, i'm sure there's other people who thought about it but maybe thought that they are they might not be ready and to those people i would say you know when will you ever be ready to do something? Um, Just do it. And we will learn as we go. So for me personally, um, I I really relate to the concept of intersectionality and simply meaning that I'm not just a blind man. I, For instance, also I'm a member of the LGBTI uh, community or I am a white person or I have a mild to moderate hearing impairment all of which is true in my case but all those things makes me or contribute to the experience that i personally have um, of my disability and everybody else including you anyone has their own personal set of characteristics or things that contribute to the experience and i'm very aware of that and i think um i did a Graduate Certificate in Disability and Inclusion at Deakin last year which obviously forced me to read a lot uh, academic papers but also personal stories and really of course I've so much more to learn but gave me a a fairly good broad understanding of intersectionality and just just that awareness sensitivity to it so I think yeah, I bring that kind of perspective and also the student experience in in higher education, the successes, the pitfalls. Um, And again, having uh, been here and being, really trying to get to know my city, I've probably used public transport more than I usually would. Um, So again, lived experience of, those refusals made me really, I would say, almost practiced at how to handle advocacy, how to do self-advocacy for myself.
0: And of course, you've got the experience of having lived in two different countries, and you can take the best and worst of both of those. And you've also had the IT experience, uh, having worked in the IT sector for some time. Is that something you're looking to continue or uh, is one of your ideas of being on the BCA board updating the digital technology and accessibility and things like that?
1: I have a very s- strong interest in digital accessibility, yes. Um, whether or not there would be an opportunity for m- for me to look into this in BCA as a board member, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, basically the board's function is at a strategic level, not not operational. But if there's opportunities to volunteer, And looking at specific aspects, I'm most likely, depending on work commitments, which for me is very seasonal, I can absolutely do. um, I'm really, really passionate about that. I've made it my business to to do a WebAIM course on document accessibility because I'm interested in it. And why not, you know, earn money on something that you really enjoy doing? Um, I have a fairly good idea of telling vendors or companies um, what, how they can change something that's not working for us. So, yes, that is one of my drivers. BCIA is very lucky to have <laughs> members who are quite vocal about the, their opinions. So, I guess living up to expectations might, you know, uh, I'm aware that, I mean, this is a huge opportunity and some people might have high expectations from us. And I'm really hoping that I can deliver on that. Being on the board is not just sitting down every two months and have a little chat. We also read a lot of stuff, strategic documents. It's really something that you can sink your teeth into that I think will really bring great professional development for myself and the rest of us. And uh, having said that, as a new member, I find the other board members who've been there before really, really helpful. Um, So I'm hoping with all of these combined that we will be able to um, live up to expectations.
0: Most listeners to New Horizons will know that, uh, generally speaking, people on the Blind Citizens Australia board have specific profiles or specific areas of uh, work that, they're involved in
1: or chairing what's your specific portfolio i will not be leading a portfolio definitely not this time as i'm learning but i am very happily um, involved in the policy advisory council um i would also again because of lived experience i guess be a kind of a voice for the uh, lgbtqia plus community Um, i'm actually looking into um what what's being done in that space um from other disabilities, because I also think that w- people with disabilities should stand together on issues and work on them together with, when when work when work needs to be done and pool resources wherever possible. I am just really looking forward to um i guess getting to work we've we've done a bit of an induction, we have a major session coming up in the first week of February, which would have been in person, um, but obviously because of all our restrictions, we're not doing that, so it'll be online, full on, and I'm really getting, uh, looking forward to um, have a deeper understanding and taking part in the strategic plan and then just, um, yeah, sinking our teeth into it and get things going.
0: Well, Francois, thanks once again for joining us on the program and uh, congratulations on your appointment and we'll be speaking to you again soon, I'm sure. Thanks,
1: Vaughan. Uh,
0: Pleasure being here. And no doubt we'll be hearing from Francois again very soon. Coming up in the next few weeks in New Horizons, we'll be talking about the Eye to the Future project. We'll be introducing you to some new staff members to Blind Citizens Australia and plenty more besides. But if you've got any ideas or you know of something that's happening in and around the blind and vision-impaired community in Australia, do let me know. new.horizons at bca.org.au is the all-important email address, new.horizons at bca.org.au. If you'd like to get in touch with blind citizens australia you can call 1-800-033-660 that number again 1-800-033-660 if you're listening to this on an rph station or any other station across australia you could subscribe to the new horizons podcast edition Search for Blind Citizens Australia in your podcast app or device of choice and uh, you'll be able to find New Horizons and also Blind Citizens News. In the coming months there will be some new podcast feeds added so you might want to keep an eye out for those as well. If you'd like to have a look at the BCA website to find out what's happening in and around the blind and vision impaired community, then have a look at bca.org.au. That's the web address, bca.org.au. You can also find ways to donate to the organisation, whether you'd like to become a BCA backer or donate in some other way. The organisation is always needing donations from the community. So please feel free to get involved in that way. You can join Blind Citizens Australia if you're blind or vision impaired and you're not already a member of BCA. I'd encourage you to do that. The joining fee, well, rather there is no joining fee. You can find the membership form on the website. If you're unable to access the website, call the office and they'll be happy to help you fill in a membership form. When you are a member, you can be signed up to Blind Citizens Australia's member update comes out each week. It's uh, an email update and gives you plenty of information about what you can get involved in and what else is happening across the blind and vision impaired community in Australia. That's all from me. Do take care. I'll talk to you again next week.
1: We'll achieve the realisation of a dream. Of our